Welcome to The Fathers Speak, a production of the Orthodox West. Each day, Father John Finton reads a selection fitted to the Western liturgical calendar from one of the Fathers of the Church. On this 21st Sunday after Pentecost, let us listen to a portion of a homily by our Father among the Saints, Augustine. The Holy Gospel, as we heard when it was chanted, was advising us about the forgiveness of sins. That's what I have to remind you of in my sermons. You see, I am a servant of the Word, not mine, but God's, of course, our Lord's, whom nobody serves without honor, nobody ignores without punishment. So this Lord of ours, Jesus Christ, who abiding with the Father made us, and himself being made for our sakes remade us, this very Lord our God tells us, as we heard, if your brother sins against you, rebuke him, and if he is sorry, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times a day and comes and says, I am sorry, forgive him. By seven times a day, he simply wanted you to understand any number at all times, in case perhaps he should sin eight times and you refuse to forgive him. So what does seven times mean? It means always, as often as he sins and is sorry. You see, seven times a day I will praise you. It's the same as his praise always is in my mouth. And why seven times should stand for always, there is the plainest possible reason. In the recurring passage of seven days, the whole of time rolls by. So whoever you are, who give a thought to Christ and long to receive what he promised, do not be slow to do what he told you. After all, what did he promise? eternal life. And what did he tell you to do? Grant pardon to your brother. As though he were saying to you, you, a human being, see you grant pardon to your fellow human being, so that I, God, may come to you. But not to mention, or rather to pass over for the moment, those more sublime divine promises, according to which our Creator is going to make us equal to his angels, so that we may live without end in him, and with him, and on him. To pass over this, for the time being, don't you want to receive from God this very thing you are told to grant your brother or your sister? This very thing, I repeat, you are told to grant them, don't you want to receive it from your Lord? Tell me if you do not want to, and then in that case, don't grant pardon. What does this amount to? but that you should forgive anyone who asks you to, if you are asking to be forgiven yourself. Or if you have nothing to be forgiven, then I make bold to say, by all means don't forgive. Though I shouldn't have said that either. Even if you have nothing to be forgiven, you ought to forgive, because God too forgives, and he really has nothing that needs to be forgiven him. Now you are going to say to me, But I'm not God, I'm a sinful man or woman. Well, thank God you admit to having sins. So forgive others in order to be forgiven yourself. All the same, it's God himself who urges us to imitate him. First of all, it is the Lord Christ, of whom the Apostle Peter says, Christ suffered for us, leaving us an example that we might follow in his footsteps. 
And of course, he did not have any sin, and he died for our sins and shed his blood for the forgiveness of our sins. For our sake, he took upon himself what he did not owe, to set us free from debt. He ought not to have died. We ought not to live. Why not? Because we are sinners. Death was no more his due than life is ours. He accepted what was not his due. He gave us what was not ours. But as we are discussing the forgiveness of sins, in case you should imagine it's asking too much of you to imitate Christ, listen to the Apostle saying, Forgiving one another just as God and Christ has forgiven you. Be therefore, they are the Apostle's words, not mine, be therefore imitators of God. Of course, it's sheer pride to presume to imitate God. Imitators of God, sure, it's pride, pure and simple, like most dear children. You are called his child. If you scorn to imitate, why do you seek to inherit? Amen.